What's what what what's, what's happening? Wrong? What's wrong? Are there are there any survivors? S- speak to me. Hey, what's up? Trog. Mhm. Is it it's are about, you okay? There was a calamity. Yeah. I hate when that happens. Yeah. There's a a large a large tragedy. Uh not many people survived in this company some people were sent to the graveyard some people were banished every month there's something new and fucked up that keeps happening why can we not why does this keep happening a b c d e f g h i j k this is all we have left this is all we have left after the T U V. Let him get through the whole thing. Y and we've lost all the books and computers that we had, so we now have to become living libraries. Balp is working on storing the alphabet. He just Uh, remembered the alphabet. A B C D E F. He's in charge of the alphabet. I'm doing numbers. Log's got the punctuation. Yeah, I. Which seems that, that's, easier. That's, that's that's the exclamation point. Listen, you told me to do that. You told me to say the alphabet. I don't know. That's you true. told me to. We did. You told me to at the begin before we started recording. I was saying the alphabet to test my mic for our recording software, and Log was like, "Oh, you just save that for the podcast." So there you go, chat. There you go. Oh, I called you guys chat again. Now classic, yeah. the classic streamers blunder of calling the listeners chat. Well, there you go, listeners. If you're, if you're <laughs> should we say the name of the podcast? Should we that's do that? Trying, that's, that's what I'm trying to do. All right. Anyways, no. welcome to where do we begin? It why did you say that? They know. They, like, what? What do you something. mean? Why did you say that? <laughs> They know. They know already. Yeah, but you. But what if they don't? What if they're somebody new? Somebody might be. Yeah, somebody might be new. But who's? But who? Okay. Even if you were new, why you download the MP3? It says where do we begin? You look on your streaming app. It says where do we begin? Then I don't you can't know. Not see it when you. It's just what you do when you're on a podcast. You say the name of the podcast, and then you say who you are. My name's Trog. Hi. We're gonna we're gonna fuck the trend. All right. Nobody else introduced themselves. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, welcome to Where Do We Begin. We're we're light on uh, talkers today. Um, there's many scheduling conflicts on this fine Saturday. People are really busy. So yeah. this is what we got. People we got, are working on a lot of stuff. We got Log, Trog, and Balp, and you're just going to have to deal with it. This is, yep. the di- this is the diet episode. This is like, where do we begin zero? Like yep, Coke you know, Zero or Dr. Pepper 10? We're a month into 2022, and it's a classic New Year's resolution to uh, work out, exercise, go to the gym. How many How many listeners have uh, made that promise, and how many of you have broken that promise? Raise your hand right now. Yeah, and raise your hand. Everybody raise your hand. Raise your hand. I am, uh, I, I'm, I'm like somewhere in the middle. I've been working out a lot. I've been really good about my diet. I've been losing weight, but I am having a Coke right now. <laughs> I've been ha- I'm having a soda. All right. Well, I don't know whether you raise your hand or you keep it like, maybe you just need to do like a salute or something. 
if you're raising <laughs> your hand right now, please keep it raised for the remainder of the podcast. And do not put it down. Yeah. Just keep it raised. We'll get to everybody eventually, but if you if you lower your hand, we're, you may not be counted. So just keep it raised until the recording ends. And maybe also listen to another episode and keep it up for that one, too. And if you're driving, well, this will be good practice for you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, I'm, I'm doing my, my gym things as I usually do. For Well, at the start of this year, I got sick, and then I wasn't yeah. able to go to the gym. And it really sucks whenever you can't go for, like, a week or two. Because even if you're, like, you stick to it for a long time, not being able to do something for two weeks, it makes you, like, fall out of the habit. But... It's true. Yeah, things are okay there. I just work out at home. I have Ring Fit Adventure. I, I Hell That's yeah. what I do. Yeah, I, I, I can't do that. Like... You can't? Whenever, whenever, in, 20, in 2020, whenever everything was shutting down, I was like, all right, well, I can't go to the gym. I'll get some weights, right? It's just some right. little, little, little barbells, um, you know, like 25, 30 pounds. That's reasonable. So I started looking them up. And I think that around that time, you couldn't get a dumbbell for like, just like a single one. I don't know if you could get them for less than $60. Yeah. Because everybody was buying them because of the pandemic. Yeah. So it was like, everybody's like, oh, fuck. I got to buy all all heavy objects now so I can lift them. I was thinking about that. It's like, all right, well, on one hand, that makes sense. On the other hand, who are these people kidding buying like 30, 35 pound barbells? Like, not everybody can like use those in their daily exercise. Like, you have to start where you start you know it's so. all the strongmen of the world that all the carnivals shut down what are these strongmen supposed to do they got to go on amazon they got to buy the 35 dollars well, or 35 well, strongman a strongman has to buy a one ton barbell and it has to be perfectly spherical on both sides yeah. <laughs> well yes thing. but you need those but what do you warm up with you start with the, the 35 you warm pound. up with a horse or a cow <laughs> you move on to the one ton yeah, the one, the world's fattest pig, or right perhaps, there. or perhaps a wheelbarrow filled with clowns. But I think what's important is that after that, you also need a really long metal pole that you can tie into a pretzel to finish it all. Yeah, that that's the that's the cooldown, right? I hope all the strong men out there are doing okay. You know, we're into year two of the pandemic. I hope carnivals are, uh, you know, maybe can make a comeback. I'd hate to see them uh, out of a job. They could go virtual. <laughs> virtual strongmen. Going to the gym is usually, I think, pretty fun. I don't know about you guys, but if I have, like, the little earbuds in, like, mm -hmm. I don't exist in the world that I'm walking in. Yeah. And I don't notice anything around me, and I'm just, I'm just at the machine. I can feel the strain. I can hear uh, drum and bass in my ears, and nobody else is real. And so that's like, it's like, it's like nice. And even if there's a lot of people in a way, it feels peaceful. I'm the same way at like grocery stores. And also all of the uh, fast food places try and pull a fast one uh, whenever there's a gym and they make, and they make a location directly next to the gym. Really? Uh, the, yeah, that sounds right. So I go to it and it doesn't work on me though, because I go to the gym and then I get McDonald's and it doesn't hurt me. 
it doesn't it doesn't hurt you wait like yeah i mean what how could it hurt like do you mean like physically hurt you or like it doesn't it doesn't uh it doesn't cancel out the exercise i mean that's true you have to like you need calories whenever you're building muscle like that's why people do that's why people like drink gallons of milk and stuff like that you know they gotta they need all the 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 bulk so that then they can they can cut afterwards and become strong men or women so it's like it's like a devil's temptation but i'm like i'm like johnny playing the fiddle so they can't beat me because i'm the best there's ever been so so what you're saying so what you're trying to say is you just don't order like more food than you normally do well the amount of food that i normally order i think is a lot but it's fine (laughs) because it doesn't work on me it just doesn't work on him. It's even though you're absolutely buying the food and eating the food, it do, it just it doesn't work on you. Yeah, like, you see, so like I get I get you know like the quarter pounder and the chicken nuggets and whatever, and then I just I play the uh, you know I I pull out the fiddle and go, which is exactly what fiddles sound like. And then the 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 devil himself has to come out of my bag and give me my three packets of ketchup. Because he know that he he knows that he has lost. I'm not going to pretend like I understand, but I'm happy yeah, that I you're enjoying the, the gym about. and your McDonald's. I actually, I have a McDonald's question for you. Uh, I feel like we might talk about McDonald's too much, so I'll make this short. Is the no, McDonald's that it. you go to? Do they have an interior of the restaurant still? Yeah, like they what? let people sit down. Yeah, I think so. That's interesting because pretty much nobody nobody ever nobody ever sits down in it though. I went inside of a McDonald's for the first time in two years last week, and I was surprised that the one near me is still not like you are not allowed to eat inside. You have to take it to go. Like you can go inside to order, but you can't eat it there. And it made me think like, did McDonald's just realize that it's actually cheaper to just not have an interior to a restaurant and just only yeah. do drive through and take out only because like not have to clean you don't have to clean you don't have to like well i think you still have to clean you have to clean the kitchen but you don't have to clean the yeah. tables and and all that stuff i'm just if saying no one's in there to make a mess there's no mess to clean up on one hand it's like okay that's good you know the pandemic's not over maybe people shouldn't be eating in a mcdonald's but also there's no way McDonald's as a company cares about that. So it must just be cheaper. It, it, they must have just figured out, hey, we don't have to have the inside open and we still make as much money. Let's just do this. Your McDonald's might just be an anomaly because the McDonald's closest to me up here in Boston, like the moment they could, they just let people inside again. I don't know. Maybe it's like a franchise thing. Maybe the manager at that McDonald's is just lazy and they're like, I'm just gonna not. I'm just gonna not open it. Now nah, we're closed. Here's your chicken nuggets. Leave. That was my McDonald's minute. That did make me think about something. Um, it's that. So like, I noticed at McDonald's and at other places, like people don't have to wear uniforms anymore. Really? I haven't noticed that. That's not true for the McDonald's I go to. That's something that I've noticed recently. Is like. Yeah, like I go, I I take a I take a look at the people in there. It's like nobody, nobody has to wear like a McDonald's shirt or anything. There's usually just like kids walk kids behind the counter with like a hoodie on or something. You know what? I 
like good. I think that's yeah, good. I, I think go, it's good. I, that should be the future because unless you are in a job where it is important that you are immediately recognizable as an employee, like I don't care. Let the fucking person who's running the griddle like wear whatever they want. They can be in pajamas as long as they're making the food okay. As long as they have a hairnet or whatever, like that's all that matters, right? I think all McDonald's employees should wear hazmat suits, so there's little contact like <laughs> with human skin in my food as possible. Well, they still have to wear gloves and hairnets, but if you're wearing like whatever, you're wearing a hoodie, you're wearing pajamas. I don't. Why does it matter to me? I don't interface with you, so it, it doesn't matter. Yeah, I think it's good. So, like, hopefully that's a step in the right direction, and maybe we'll start seeing like seats behind the counter. Yeah. Maybe. Someday. I think that'd be good, too. Eventually. As somebody who worked at a movie theater, the worst part was, like, you just have to stand for, like, eight hours. You just have to stand behind the concession stand. You're not allowed to sit. We don't know why, but you're not allowed to sit. You have to stand. It makes no sense. Even when there's no, there's no customers to help, you have to stand. I, I blame the Puritans. I blame the Puritans. <laughs> they, they, I, I really do. I really do. Like, if you look at Europe, most jobs where you're sitting behind, like, a register or, like, at the supermarket or movie theater, you get a chair. You get a chair. I've, like, I've, like, like, the people at the register just have a seat. They just sit. Because it's like, why would you stand? You get to sit. Like, the only reason why they would choose to stand is because they want to stand up, right? Right. The, but, like... I think the major difference is the fucking Puritans and their fucking raging hard on for like the idea that suffering gets you into heaven good, better or some shit. Now I'm trying to think. I think the only place I can think of around here. Well, number one, I use self checkout at every place that I can, so I don't even interface with that many cashiers. But I think the only place around here that has chairs in the registers is like PetSmart. So hey. Good for you, PetSmart. Or at least the PetSmart near me. You, you let your employees sit down. The Puritans just have this major hard on. Like, because they got to, like, design so much of, like, the DNA of America, I guess, there is, like, this subtle, like, want to be, like, you can't have it too good. Yeah. There's got to be a little suffering in everything. Exactly. And so if you work retail, you can't sit down. You've got to stand. Even though nothing in your job, like, requires you to be standing. Like, I wonder if that's, like, documented anywhere. Like, the first person that proposed, like, this kind of policy for retail work. Because, like, it had to be, it had to start somewhere. And it had to start from somebody who was, like, who had, like, pull in the uh, the big business world, you know? I think, I, I think it's just ingrained in, like, American, in, like, the American psyche. Like... From what I know, and I, I guess what I, I'm not, like, a historian, so what I know is, like, honestly, like, just surface level, but it's, like, it's a mix of, you can't have it too good, because, you know, in order to be pious, you gotta suffer, like Jesus did, and cutting costs. Ergo, can't you can't buy, have a Don't chair. have to buy chairs, yeah. Yeah, you don't have to buy, you, you, you aren't gonna get to sit down, because that's, you're, you're having it too good, and if you don't get to sit down, your boss doesn't have to buy you a chair. There you go. I think that's the reason why. Because chairs... Because guess what? Chairs don't last forever. 
they're gonna break or something stupid's gonna happen to them or the upholstery is gonna get worn down and then guess what you have to buy a new chair and now your boss has to buy a new chair yeah you know i think in general like it's kind of crazy to think about how much the pandemic has like changed business and employership if that's a word you know what i mean employment employment employership (laughs) employment whatever that's the employification yeah it's covid has changed employification across america i think it's crazy how it's like it it sucks that it took something as horrible as a worldwide pandemic to like force this shift but i think the shift towards like work from home and just like generally having a better work-life balance is like that's good at least there's a silver lining you know well the brunt of the pandemic well it's it's good like okay it's also it's still bad in that like the brunt of the pandemic has been like retail workers and like kind of like what society has deemed to be like these lower level jobs like if you have like yeah, a lot of a lot of people got to work from home. Not the people who have to like work in like food service or retail. Like well, those had to keep going. But I'm only referring to things that are possible. You cannot work food service from home unless you are yeah. running a restaurant out of your house. The 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 one silver lining there is that a lot of people, a lot of places are starting to unionize. Like a lot of the start, like there's one like. There's a few Starbucks around the country. I think one of them is here in Massachusetts that have like a lot of Starbucks are starting to unionize. And like, I don't think people were even thinking about that 10, 20 years ago. Mm -hmm. So that's good. Yeah. I mean, I do notice the signs in the windows for these places that I walk in. And it's always just like they're looking to hire and the wages are always getting higher. Yeah. You know? So. Yeah. Like, Texas has a dog shit minimum wage. It's the lowest possible that you can have. Of course. Um, But, yeah, like, most of the sign, whenever I, like, notice a a sign, like, seeking applicants for something, it's usually, like, at least $11 an hour. So Which is better than minimum wage. That's fucked up. Because here in Massachusetts, the minimum wage is $15 an hour. Yeah. I think $11 an hour probably buys you more here yeah texas has a low cost of living over here yeah our, our stuff our stuff is weird like it, it, you can't texas is like halfway between it's like halfway between uh stuff like california and new york and then like the other half is just the rest of the uh middle of the united states and there's just kind of like you know like averages out to where you're paying normal amounts of money yeah it's weird because we're a really big state but we're also a tax haven and we don't have stuff like income tax so things are just less expensive here than in a place like california or new york because we have people running the government that are just like yo every company on earth come here because you don't have to pay taxes that you would have to pay other places and it helps keep the cost down, I guess. So that's cool. Uh, sucks about everything else that comes with a con- con- uh, conservative government, but you know. Hey, no wonder you guys are rushing out and buying Yu-Gi-Oh 
Booster packs. <laughs> Segway of the year. You know what? <laughs> That's good. This is a good segue. Because I was going to say, because my segue to this topic was not a segue. I was just going to start talking about it. But I, in a million billion years, would have never guessed that 2022 would be the year of the Yu-Gi-Oh! resurgence. Like, could, had, did anybody expect this? Right? Nobody, no, like, right? Uh, like, Nobody. I, like, I knew, I knew uh, just through the grapevine that uh Yu-Gi-Oh! Master Duel was going to be coming out. I did it. I had like, no idea. Because like I, I'd seen people in other discords that were like were Yu-Gi-Oh! players and were excited for it. I didn't really know what it was mm-hmm. um or like what existed beforehand and I didn't know how to play Yu-Gi-Oh! even, so I was like, alright, well whatever. And then it came out and And it's blowing up. Yeah. Yu-Gi-Oh! is back in the public zeitgeist. It's crazy. Calling it a resurgence? I don't know. We'll, we'll have to last a little longer That's for, true. It to, for me to call it a That's resurgence. That's true. It's, it's hot We're right now. like the honeymoon phase. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I say that because I'm already starting to like... I'm already starting to move on. Like, I'm like... I, I think about opening up Master Duel and I'm like, eh, I got other video games I could play and shit like that. Like... I'll turn. I've turned it on like every once in a while, but like it's starting to like you know fade. So we should explain. Away. So if you don't know, Yu-Gi-Oh is a card game. You've probably heard of it, but if you haven't, it's a card game based on an anime from the mid two thousands. Uh, early two thousands. Yeah, I'd early say. mid. Uh, Master Duel is a official online client for playing Yu-Gi-Oh which is something that never existed despite the card game being out for literally 20 years. Like yeah, they fi- they finally it took this did long it. for Konami to try to cash in on yes. this. Like in in like in the same way of like you know the other card game. Magic the Gathering Arena, Pokémon has an online client. I don't know why it took Konami this long to decide to do it, but they did. They had a previous online game called Duel Links but that was like not the real game. It was like a weird watered down version of the game that was still kind of popular, but now that Master Duel has come out, Duel Links is like dead. Like nobody plays that game. Everybody has moved over to to Master should Duel. I, should should we like I I see I was thinking about it like earlier today before the podcast. And I was like, should we give like a like a rundown for for people who are like, I feel like people who are older than we are and younger than we are, like fill people in on like what what like what Yu-Gi-Oh even is and like why people our age like care. It's kind of a hard question to answer. I feel like what is Yu-Gi-Oh? Uh, it's a weird, weird, weird fucking card game. Well, okay, well. I, I guess, well, not not just the card game, but of, like, of the reason for its popularity, I should say. I don't even know. It's... So, I, I, no, I, I have the, I, I, I'm prepared to talk about it. I can talk about it, because I, I, I thought about it. It was, so in the 90s, they, like, Western companies finally, re- like, started looking like, oh, they've been just producing animation and, like, children's shows in Asia. Right? I think, like, Power Rangers was the first, like, kind of, like, thing to break through, where it was just, like, here's a company 
that is just taking like a Japanese show and like repurposing it and airing it in the West, right? And so I think that kind of started warming people up to the idea of like, oh, we could just take this cartoon from Japan and dub it over. And like, that's like a really cheap way to just have a show, right? So of course that eventually led to like Pokemon. And Pokemon was like the biggest hit ever. Right? I don't think I have to I don't think I have to explain Pokemon. I think you guys yeah. I think anyone listening would if like If you're listening have to this you you have to know what Pokemon like my parents know what Pokemon is. Like everybody yeah, everybody like, knows what Pokemon is. It was it was a huge hit. And part of the reason why I think it was po- things like something like Pokemon was such a huge hit was the show was like pretty fresh. Thinking back to my childhood, a lot of the like western cartoons were either like for very young children and they were like very educational or it was like cartoons about superheroes who were adults right like batman superman spider-man they're like adults you know fighting crime but here's this new thing it's called pokemon and what is the show about it's a show about like kids in like a fantasy land going on an adventure like that doesn't sound crazy but like you know in the absence of adults with the absence of adults it's just kids going on adventure and like that was pretty refreshing in the 90s there weren't a lot of other shows that like fit the same bill so you know huge hit and the other reason why it was so popular was because it was all-encompassing right because it was a show right most kids i think got hooked on to it by watching the show and then you heard from another kid that, like, oh, you can buy these cards. And the cards are really fun to have and trade. And it's like, okay. And you start buying the cards. And then you turn, find out there's a Pokemon game for the Game Boy. It's like, and then there's, like, toys and accessories. And it's like, it's like this it's this thing that you can, like, get caught up in, right? It, it was, like, it was the first instance of, like, here is just, like, a manufactured hobby <laughs> that you could get into, you know? Like... Here is just a hobby that, like, is just ready-made to be a hobby, right? Like, if you're a kid, you can be into Pokemon, and, like, it just... Other kids are just also into it, and it's just a thing you can just immediately start doing, right? You can play the game, watch the show, buy the toys, buy the cards, right? Well, I feel like for kids that became... T- like, eventually Pokemon came and went. I, I mean, it never went away. People are still into Pokemon it now. certainly did not go away. Yeah, but, like, you know, it's, it's like, maximum popularity kind of waned, right? It had its, its time in the spotlight, and then it became, like, a more niche thing. For kids that became teenagers, they probably started watching anime, maybe. But, like, you know, for them, it's like, oh, po- I'm too old for Pokemon now, you know? They, 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 they grew out of it. But for kids that are aged, like, Pokemon came and went, and then we just started looking for the next thing, and they delivered. They delivered with Yu-Gi-Oh!, which was, to, like, a West, to a kid living in the West, Yu-Gi-Oh! looked ten times more batshit crazy than Pokemon did. Way more did. badass. Yeah, like, okay, like, Pokemon is still geared very much for children. And when they brought it over, part of them, like, readapting the show was removing, like, a lot of, like, the more violent topics from it. Like, Yu-Gi-Oh! legit has characters, like, threatening suicide and, like, death. Guns. And things like that. They, 
yeah, guns. They took all of that out of the show to try to, like, sanitize it and lower the rating. But, like, a lot of what they kept in was, like, they definitely, you know, it's still about a bunch of kids. It's not a fantasy land, but oh, it's still, it's, like, an I would alternate... disagree. It is very much a fantasy land. Well, okay, okay, true, They're true. On you're Duos right, you're right. Island. Yeah, it's, like, I love these shows. One of my favorite things about this kind of, like, shounen anime... This ain't Johnny Quest. My favorite thing about this era of shounen anime is the conceit that, like, here is an alternate world where there is a... Like, there's always something. In Pokemon, it's Pokemon. In Yu-Gi-Oh, it's the card game. In fucking Bakugan or whatever... What's the... Beyblades. In Beyblades, it's Tops. There's always one thing that is so important, it is all-encompassing. It's like every single person in the world shares this hobby it's like the it is the most important thing in the entire world is this one thing and that is the conceit of all of these shows it, it gets it like Yu-Gi-Oh is kind of the weirdest one for it because like pokemon like obviously like that's yeah just the that's wildlife like animals of the world. yeah that's like important and like stuff like beyblade i'm pretty sure they just like they're just spirits in the Beyblades, like, no matter right. what. They, so, they, like, they make them into, like, a mythical thing. Yeah. So it's, like, a mythical thing. In Yu-Gi-Oh!, like, nobody knows that there's, like, an Egyptian, like, lore no, thing that's, like, tied secret. to it. Like, Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pegasus and people, they're, like, the only people that know about that. And until Kaiba and Pegasus invent, like, the thing that makes them makes the monsters, like, show up on the battlefield. Like, it's just a card game that you play on a table. Yeah. So, like... That, well, that it, that's what makes Yu-Gi-Oh! cool. It's, like, it has, like, this weird, like, secret society element to it where it's, like, okay, they made this card game, but this card game is actually modeled after these, like, ancient Egyptian, like, mage battles. Yeah. <laughs> like, where it's, like, what? Yeah, you know? it's, like, like, it's just, like, because, like, yeah, that that makes it the weirdest one for it, because it's, like, yeah, for a long time, it's just a card game that is played on a table, and then, like, they show, like, some flashback uh, in one of the episodes where it's, like, Bandit Keith playing against Pegasus at an event or something, and it's, like, they're playing on, like, it's a table. they're basically playing on school desks. Yeah. It's, Basically, there's no holograms. <laughs> it's in an arena, and there's like an audience. Yeah, it's it's a, it is a literal that arena. Can't see the game being played yeah. because it's on a table. I mean, it's like chess. They, yeah, exactly. They treat it like chess. Exactly. But it's like it's so funny. Like I love that conceit. It is such a. It is so unintentionally comedic that to have something yeah. that is so all encompassing in society that it is basically like a given that that everybody cares about this card it, it game it determines it de- it determine like this card game like shapes like geopolitical yes, it's strife like, it, in the world of you it seriously it, it it would be like like if google and amazon decided to merge because the ceos played a card game and one of them lost so like google now owns amazon cuz the ceo of amazon lost a card game like it's stuff on yeah. that level so the yeah it yeah go going back to what i said earlier like crazy fan like i guess like not like fan like there are fantastical elements but it's like a little more grounded than there's than literal say, like, magic like pokemon like in episode 3 magic, they just though. straight up like 
the fucking episode. No, episode one. Well, yeah, episode, episode one. one. Is, but it's like whenever Pegasus shows up and he's like, hey, did you know that this shit is just literal magic? They just use the word magic. Like, no explanation needed. It's it's Egyptian magic. It's just magic. Yeah, like, mages were real and they used to play, whatever. So there's that. Like, the world is magical. It's a little more grounded. It's like a contemporary setting. Yeah. But it's like, it's there's magic. So there's magic. Kids go on adventure with no parents. Yeah. That is a major theme. That is a major theme. This ain't Johnny Quest where it's, oh, it's kids, but they're accompanied by parents. It's like, nope. It's like these kids are just in the middle of nowhere. Fighting for their souls. Yeah, fighting for their fucking souls. So there's that. There's, there's you know, magical land. And again, like, Yu-Gi-Oh! did not have the success of Pokemon. Like, there were toys, but like, not... I wasn't like I was a kid and I didn't like I cared about the cards not the toys there's a card game there are a few video games but like it was mainly just the cards right I like everything else was like eh you know take it or leave it as a kid but like I think every kid like like the show like the cards everything else was like eh maybe if you were lucky your parents would buy you a dual disc we'll get to that <laughs> um but you know not as much like commercial success but like the formula was there, and a lot of kids our age bought in hook, line, and sinker. The final element, though, that cranks it up to 11, for kids that were, like, starting to become a little older, Yu-Gi-Oh! was edgy as fuck. Like, for those of you that, like, are listening, that, like, are maybe older or younger, if you look at, like, a lot of children's cartoons, it's like, okay, bad guys look like this, good guys look like this. So th- this is something I realized when I was, like, walking to the store today and, like, thinking about Yu-Gi-Oh! Like, He-Man is a good example, right? He-Man. What are the good guys look like in He-Man? The good guys are, like, buff warriors. They're righteous. They use, you know, swords and shields and whatever. What do the bad guys look like? They're all, like, monster people, right? Like, Skeletor's like an evil skeleton-faced lich man, mm-hmm. right? But in Yu-Gi-Oh! There is a monster called Summon Skull. And how would you describe Summon Skull? It's like, like a, what was it what was it look it's like? It's like a, a fiend. <laughs> it's like, it's a, like a it's skeleton like a skeletal demon. gargoyle. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Let, yeah, like Summon Skull is like some kind of like skeletal gargoyle it with like exposed flesh. It's got like no f- like skin on its face, so it's like it, it it like it's like teeth are like exposed. Like it doesn't have lips. And it's got, like, horns, and it's got, like, fleshy, like, bony wings. This is one of the hallmark cards of the protagonist. Kids get excited, and, like, it's like, yeah, the good guy's gonna win. They got so, yo, it's Summon Skull. Summon Skull is out. This horrific, hellish ghoul is out. That means our protagonist is winning. And, like, there's, like, part of the art style of Yu-Gi-Oh!, like, in terms of the monsters, it's like, it's perfect if you're an edgy kid because it's like the good guys have fucked up monsters and the bad guys. Everybody have fucked just up has monsters. fucked up like, monsters. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, Joey, who's another protagonist. One of his hallmark cards later on in the show is called Jinzo, and I can only describe Jinzo as like an anime cyberpunk Cenobite that yeah. shoots laser beams out of its, its eyes. It's got like an exposed brain. Like yeah, with like an exposed like brain with a with a dome. Jinzo is extremely villainous looking. Yeah, yeah, but he's a but like 
that is the hallmark like that ends up along with like red eyes black dragon which is just like a black that dragon with red dragon. eyes kind of yeah. that, not as exciting no, pretty normal like those two cards are like the hallmark like monsters of one of the protagonists like he is a good guy like it's like oh yeah jinzo let's go joey's gonna save the day and win the duel because this this evil cenobite looking guy is here to blast lasers out of his eyes it's funny because you're right in that like all of the monster designs are like super iconic and i think that's part of the reason yeah. why Yu-Gi-Oh! like you know i think part of the reason Yu-Gi-Oh! did as well as it did is because the monster designs are all really good and like still hold up yeah. like they're still cool it, they're just like cool monsters um but but i've totally lost my train of thought hold on i'm gonna find <laughs> it just take this part out what were we talking about i'm leaving it in no don't leave it in i'm gonna look so stupid i got i was thinking too hard <laughs> about summon skull and how cool he looks and red eyes black dragon they're so awesome what were we talking about <laughs> now I have to leave it in. <laughs> yeah, there's something about something about someone's skull that makes me laugh every time. Is like, it's like they always make a point. So someone's skull is like a a demon, but they always make a point. Like in the show, it is a major point that someone's skull does not fight hand to hand. Someone's skull is like you know works it's out at the library. He, yeah, he sh- They always point out like someone's skull has the power to shoot lightning and uh, electricity, and that's how someone's oh, skull. Fights. I remembered. <laughs> I remembered. So it's funny because all of the designs are really edgy, but because of the era in which this was released, the era of four kids television, everything right. else in the show is completely toothless. Because yes. if you don't know, and maybe you don't if you're older or younger, but there was a time where children's anime was basically in a fucking vice grip by a single company called 4Kids Television, which would take, it was like Balp explained, they would take existing anime and edit them to be, I'll say, family friendly, or at least family friendlier for American audiences. It was it was made to be Christian, like yeah. For for whatever reason, there was a long time where localized anime was handled by like a conservative localization group called Four Kids that you know is very like Christian. And also, I'm pretty sure that it was like who was who was it? I feel like somebody had said before, it's like yeah, this is just like partially owned by mike huckabee or something <laughs> that could be true i i vaguely recall that as well i'd have to i'd have to look it back up to see the exact uh correlation they did two things they they like super sanitized the show which you know is understandable right because mm-hmm. like television is a lot safer in america at the, the time West it, than it, is it in the really East. was it was super yeah. super conservative the other at thing, the time the other thing it, the other thing it is it was was like they could not fathom a world where children could learn about Japan and yeah. understand it. So that, <laughs> which is like the famous, like, oh, Brock from Pokemon and his jelly donuts. Like, it's like you know, I think I think a lot of people know what an onigiri is. It's a rice ball. It's a ball of rice with a filling. But even and if they you eat don't it know, as like a meal in Japan, even if you don't know what onigiri is, here's the thing: I was a kid growing up with Pokemon. 
and whenever and and the jelly donuts thing sticks out in my mind because as a kid I thought like that must just be a weird jelly donut like they taught me wrong their attempt at weird <laughs> censorship literally put falsehoods into my child brain yeah like like, like they could have easily just said, like, oh, how it's about a, rice, a ball. rice ball. That totally makes sense. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with a rice ball. That's a completely understandable concept. Why <laughs> did they feel like they needed to change it? And there's so much weird stuff. Like, you could make, and somebody probably has made, an entire podcast just going over the individual bizarre changes to every single show. Like, some of them are understandable they remove all guns from any show like there's no guns there's guns in the japanese right that's there's guns in japanese Yu-Gi-Oh. there are no guns in american Yu-Gi-Oh. there's a lot of people pointing their fingers menacingly at other people because they edited the guns out but like then there's way stupider stuff and there's stuff that even like messes up the story or just like makes it confusing for instance in Yu-Gi-Oh. The aforementioned character Joey has a sister. His sister, in the American version, ha- it is under some sort of like degenerative eye disease, where like Joey has to she will lose she'll, her sight. She'll she'll yeah. go blind, and Joey is like fucked up by this. He's like, oh my god, my fucking sister is gonna go blind. Is, well, it it's fair. bad, but it's not like the end of the world. Right, and in in the Japanese, yeah, it, it it is a thing. You know, anyone going blind like that sucks for is, sure. Is a cause for concern, right? But like the entire time, like the reaction is like very severe, and it's so severe because in the Japanese version, she's just gonna die. Where they don't pull any punch. Yeah, she has like she some has terminal a terminal disease. illness, and it's like, why did you edit that? Because number one. Who like that's not like that's just like a normal plot point like oh my my sister's gonna die I need money for her operation or whatever I don't see how that right. is I don't see why a child can't handle that and number two it fucks up the story because it makes Joey look like a lunatic because he's so concerned over this thing that's actually not the end of the world yeah yeah like like for for context so there's yugi and joey right these they're like friends and they're both in this competition that's like one of the main reasons for 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 um for entering and the and like the 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 contest is set up by an evil mastermind i guess we'll just i'll just you know summarize it as like evil mastermind named like pegasus who's like a rich evil guy with a who replaced cartoons with a who loves cartoons and he is super flamboyant and he replaced his eye with an ancient Egyptian magical artifact. <laughs> um, don't worry about that part. That, um, you know, originally neither person was going to enter this contest, but Joey enters this contest because he needs the prize money to win his sister. Like, he's going to use the prize money just for his sister's operation, right? That makes sense. But. Yugi then enters because Maximilian Pegasus literally fucking steals his grandfather's soul and is holding his soul hostage, which is a really good reason to enter the tournament, right? Because he's like, hey, if you want your grandpa's soul back, come enter this tournament. So now you have this cool dynamic where it's like, you know, you can cut, you know, you have this cool dynamic, but like, in the, but because of that, like, editing, 
because of that change, like, in the American version, Joey's motivation is just weird because, like, are you saying that your sister going blind is the same, is, like, equivalent to, like, someone getting their soul stolen yeah. and being put into a coma? Like, in the Japanese version, it makes sense because both their grandpa and their sister are basically dead unless they win, right? Like, that's good. Like, that's motivating. But, like, then you get this weird scenario in the American version was like, well, your sister's not dead like my grandpa is gonna be if i my don't grandpa's win. body is going to rot away without his soul if i don't win like these are not equivalent like yeah it, you know blindness is going blind would be bad but like your sister's not dead also it doesn't make any <laughs> sense because i mean like yugi doesn't seem like the kind of guy who would really care about the prize money anyway so really i mean it would just be yeah. like well hey can you just win this tournament and just give me the money because my sister is gonna die like it, yeah. that part is a plot that that's a plot hole in both versions or whatever true but true but kids show what are you but i think what's really funny you guys aren't getting to like the other ones that are just like more absurd and finicky uh, they edited out, like, all scenes of punching. Yes. Oh, they yeah! They not only removed guns. Okay, removing guns. Kind of dumb. I can kind of understand it, especially in the 2000s. Like, people were way more touchy about that kind of stuff on TV. You don't want to show guns to kids. But they removed a lot of violence that makes it super awkward. It's the kind of thing that you probably didn't notice it as a kid watching it. It probably went over your head. But as an adult, you can see the weird editing where somebody will definitely go for a punch. It will cut away to the other character on the ground. And then the other character will will say something like, hey, why did you shove me? It's like ridiculous. It's like so obvious that it was supposed to be a punch. But for some reason, it's edited out. And it's like, you should not have shoved me, Tristan. My my theory about that is that that is to make up for the fact that when the when they play the card game and they have like holograms that represent the actions in the card game that that is not edited at no, all. No, that shit these is These monsters real. are just like these monsters are just like shooting lasers at each other and like disintegrating each yeah. other. <laughs> I that's that's my theory. Like they edited down because like it would be like you know, not like too violent, but like these monsters just, like, cut each other in half and, like, eviscerate each other. And, like, that stays in the show, surprisingly. So I think it's just, like, um, you know, okay, well, if we're gonna keep this, we gotta get rid of, like, the punching and the shooting. Yeah, I feel like you can very easily see the lines that were drawn in the editing room where they're like, okay, people are not allowed to hurt each other. Monsters, fucking fair game. They can do anything they want, but the people cannot hurt each other. But, uh, and then there's one more that sticks out in that at one point there is a character that is basically like an illusionist or like just somebody that like disguises themselves uh and they pretend to be kaiba in a duel with yugi and like the whole thing is like it's it's like uh, a weird thing because they're they're saying that it's like oh it's the ghost of kaiba or something because they had, like, stolen Kaiba's deck and were playing Blue Eyes against Yugi and stuff, and it was, like, it was meant to just, like, be mind games or something. But in the 4Kids version, they changed the person from being, like, uh, like somebody who, like, a master of disguise 
to literally being like the 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 dark side of Kaiba that was broken away from him after Yugi used uh, Exodia on him. And so he like split, he like purged the dark and evil side of Kaiba, who then formed into like a weird bulb. Into man. like a weird pink haired clown, clown man. man. It really is <laughs> and, confusing. And so like they, they, they like did that and it's like, all right, so this guy is not supposed to be like a spirit or Kaiba or anything. And we, so it's like, well, why did they make it like that? And they made it like that because Yugi just, like, once Yugi wins that duel, he just, like, fucking obliterates him. He, like, disintegrates him and removes him from existence. Yes, the exact wordage on the wiki, because I remember us looking this up, is that it's, like, Yugi removes—I can't even remember the original character's name. It's, like, yeah, Yugi removes him from existence. That is the words they use. Like, that person just no longer exists at all. It doesn't make any sense. Oh, uh, that that's that's a really good, you know, that's that's a really good thing that we haven't touched upon yet is the magic. So like there are these magic MacGuffins called the Millennium Items and like the idea is that these are all just ancient artifacts that these mages used to have in Egypt and like it is what enables like each of all of them like like are magic in some way and that and, like that's what the mages use to like have like to play this game and so they made this card game this game into a card game is the idea and like these items have been lost to time but they're slowly getting rediscovered and like you know it's it's why the story is 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 what it is right like yugi has like this this necklace that like comes with like a persona like it has like this alternate personality that like takes over his body and makes him the best at games ever he is literally the king of games um and like you know every you know whatever yugi has the ability to just like set like in the american version they sanitized it by saying oh i'm going to send you to the shadow realm instead of like kill you you know in the japanese version he just like has yeah, he just has the power to, like, erase people from existence. Like, he just, like, makes people disappear. But in the American version, they sanitized it to be, oh, I'm sending you to the Shadow yeah. Realm. I think that's interesting because, like, the concept of the Shadow Realm, like, if you know anything from Yu-Gi-Oh!, you probably know about the Shadow Realm, which is a complete fabrication from 4Kids. That is not a concept in the original Japanese version at all. The Shadow Realm was created by 4Kids to sidestep death as a concept because you don't have to say somebody dies you just say you send them to the shadow realm which in a way could be considered much more frightening than death because you don't know (laughs) what the shadow realm is like is it better to die or is it better to have your mind exist on another plane called the shadow realm for all eternity I'm sorry, Timmy. You're you're the dog. You're the dog is uh went to the shadow realm. <laughs> it's the 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 four kids changes are a wealth of of just like interesting and bizarre tidbits because it's yeah. not just what they took out. Sometimes it's what they left in because there yeah. is an episode 
The, all of the, everything we're explaining happens in the first 20 fucking episodes of the show. Like, we started rewatching it as a group. We're only on, like, episode 25, and everything we've said is within the first 25 episodes. So there's an episode where Kaiba launches a literal terrorist attack by dropping a satellite onto San Francisco. Or no, San Diego. Like, they show the satellite dropping out of orbit as the camera zooms in on a map of the United States yeah. towards Southern California. That is left in. That is totally fine. Kaiba dropping a satellite onto a major American city, no problems at all with that. Yep. Perfectly justified because it's uh, about the car But game. you can't show a gun. God forbid you show a gun, but a literal, like, and not an antagonist, but you know, uh, uh, what's the word? He's, he's sort of, he's like in the yeah, middle. Yeah, exactly. He's, he's a, like, there's a word for that. He's like the main character's foil. Yeah, I can't remember the word right now. But the a, a major, one of the like two most major characters in the show literally drops a satellite in a terrorist attack in order to help Yugi win a card game. And that's okay. <laughs> not the whole competition. One card one game. individual match. One card game. And then, and then three episodes later, he threatens to kill himself by jumping off of a fucking castle. That's also okay, but you can't show guns. How this, like, ties back into Master Duel is, like, Master Duel being, like, a free-to-play card game for Yu-Gi-Oh! has, like, rein- reinvigorated that, like, nostalgia in this specific age group. Like, our age group. Like, if you're in your mid to late 20s now... Like, you remember Yu-Gi-Oh! And now you can play Yu-Gi-Oh! And it's apparently insane. It's much different like, than the Like, the card TV game is show. insane. Yeah. The card game is on crap. We haven't even talked about the game. Not that there's much to talk about with the game. No, it's just, It's a fun game. I like it. it. I don't know if it'd be too interest, interesting to get into the minutia no, not of, really. like, the card game. But it it's like... The, the game is, like, crazy. It's, like, the most crazy card game I've played. It is a game, I mean, without getting into the minutia like Balp said, in normal card games, you have a rotating set, right? Which is like, cards come in, the new cards come in, the old cards go out. Yeah, there's like formats. And there are formats. In Yu-Gi-Oh!, there is one game that you are allowed to play, and there's a banned list of cards that you can't play, but any other card released within the last 20 years is completely fair game. And what that means yeah, there's very few restrictions. is in order to keep selling people cards, those cards have to keep getting stronger and stronger because Konami is a company and they want you to buy the new card packs. Why would you play the new cards if the old cards are better, if you want to win? So it's a game that has experienced literally two decades of power creep at this point. Leading to yeah, just with no efforts to mitigate just it. Leading to the most insane card game ever where turns can very easily consist of maybe 50 different moves, like individual actions you can take. On a single turn, a combo-based deck will do 30 things, and that's by design. They have balanced the game around that. So I feel like that just puts it into perspective how fucking ridiculous this card game is. Yeah, it's it's the most... I don't know how long I plan on sticking with it, but it is, I will say, it is, like, the craziest card game I've ever played. Like, it is, like, truth be told, 
designers like aren't always the most original and like a lot of like of like the successful card games kind of have like their dna in from magic the gathering because that was like one of the that was like the the card game right for years and years but like Yu-Gi-Oh doesn't Yu-Gi-Oh is the one game that is successful that doesn't have any of its dna shared with magic the gathering and it is like it's insane like it's it is it just goes like i like it's i've never played a game like it it's crazy it's so hard to like even now it's so hard to wrap my head around like some of the decisions that are like some of the things that i see it's insane and i think that comes from the fact that the order of operations was the Yu-Gi-Oh manga comes out yes yes Yu-Gi-Oh anime comes out like they go through like a whole season of the anime in japan before they actually make a card game with real rules so they created a card game trying to retrofit an anime storyline into the rules of the card game making them absolutely baffling and impossible to follow because they had the anime first and then they were looking at all these things that happened in the anime and they're like fuck what i guess how do we, like, create an actual game that people can play, that, like, humans can understand? And they did their best with what they were given, but it leads to a lot of confusing rulings, for sure. I think if you want to, like, have a better grasp of everything we're talking about, don't play the game. <laughs> but, unless you want to. But, you know, unless you want to. But, go find and watch episode one of the Yu-Gi-Oh! show like the western dub of it like i think that is such a good ex like ex way to experience everything we're talking about because like that's what hooked all of us as kids into watching it like fucking like that sh- that episode one honestly is like a good sell for it like is. a little kid back yeah. in like the early 2000s like like, oh my god, three blue eyes, white dragons. I don't know what that means. How is our protagonist gonna, gonna get out of this? Oh my god. Ex, ex, fucking Exodia of the Forbidden One is such a hilarious thing for a protagonist to have. Just unleashing this, like, giant, like, monster. It's an, it, and it's an Egyptian golem. Yeah, like... like it's fucking, it's great. <laughs> and the first episode is paced really well, too, because they just shove yes. a ton of shit in, like, 22 minutes. They It is a breakneck pace, basically, for that first episode. I can't believe we've talked about fucking Yu-Gi-Oh! for, like, 40 minutes. I mean, it's It hilarious. is really funny, That's and why. it's like, basically all we've been doing for the last month. It, it's it's really, it's, well, not all I know, of us, I know. but it's the one thing we've all done exactly. together. Is we watched Yu-Gi-Oh! We've been playing fucking Yu-Gi-Oh! I just love, like, it. I have such a soft spot for it because, like, it was, like, edgy without trying to be edgy. It just, like, what, what's their name? Who's, who directed the new Dune movie? Oh, I have, yeah, I, I have no idea how to pronounce it. Velu, Velu del Vino. I think that's how you pronounce their name. I'm sorry if I butchered it. But, like, the way they, like, they do a lot of sci-fi. And the way they like to do sci-fi is just have a bunch of weird shit that all the characters, that in the setting of the story and all the characters act like this is just normal. That's what Yu-Gi-Oh! feels like. The protagonist is like, oh, yes. 
uh, Exodia, the Forbidden One, obliterate, and like people just like be like, yeah, that's oh my god, that's, that's nobody's crazy. ever but, done like, that before. Not like yeah, yeah, they 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 do act like oh my god, that's crazy, but like not like you know you watching it like oh my god that's crazy like that is just a thing capable in this world that people can do. it's like it's it's weird it's like the concept it's like that classic anime concept of like something fucked up happens and nobody like goes to the police or anything they're just like oh fuck you yeah. took my grandpa's soul time to battle him in a card game <laughs> like it's 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 a great show and that's your Yu-Gi-Oh hour that was 30 minutes well, here's the problem. We're recording this. What is today? Today's the 19th. We're recording this in like the lull before a bunch of interesting video games come out. So we're like, we're getting this in right in under the wire before like Elden Ring and the new Risk of Rain expansion and the new Destiny 2 expansion and all of these things that we could talk about if we did this podcast one week later, but we we didn't, so here's Yu-Gi-Oh for an hour instead. You hear that, folks? Go listen to the next yeah. one not <laughs> when that comes out. Next month, we'll talk all about all of these games that uh, didn't come out by the time we recorded this. So, <laughs> until then. <laughs> Do we have like a theme for emails? Like, I I use a section of the oh, okay. music that we that I commission. But I like doing this like Telegram like uh-huh. thing. Can we get an RTBS Telegram? Like, what? What? How do you receive telegrams? Is it a Telegram machine or is it like? You need a machine and you need the wire, like. It's a literal wire with oh, that might, like, electricity running. That might be kind of hard to set up then, but I'll see what we can do. <laughs> Sawsley, that's how they want to address themselves, I guess. A long-time listener, here's your question. I like this question. I, I You guys might hate this question, but I like this mm-hmm. question. If the cast behind Epic Rap Battles of History contacted you to be on their show, which character would you want to portray and why? Bonus, bonus, uh, bonus, who would you be going up against? (laughs) I've not seen any of these videos, but I am aware of their existence. The the fact that they're still going is like... Probably, I assume I'm so. I'm gonna fact check you on that. Let's let's find out. You're gonna yeah, fact you check. Keep going. I'm yeah, gonna find out. Oh man, who would? <laughs> I, I'm gonna change the question slightly. I'm gonna say if you were forced to, probably perhaps at gunpoint, uh, to be an epic rap battle, <laughs> to be an epic rap battle of history, but you had the freedom to choose uh... to choose who. Okay. Yes, Epic Rap Battles of History still makes videos as of two months ago. Uh, However, I'm noticing that a lot of these are not characters from history anymore. I'm seeing... What? What do well, you Well, I'm seeing John Wick versus Rambo, and I'm seeing <laughs> Harry Potter versus Luke Skywalker. 
and I'm seeing well, you're, Ronald you're... McDonald versus the Burger King. So, oh, so, no, so it's just like the History Channel. Yeah, the Joker versus Pennywise. Like these are not these are not these are not historical figures. So. No, it's just like the History Channel where at some point they realize like, oh, nobody cares about history. Let's just like do like bullshit. What the fuck? Freddy Krueger versus Wolverine. What? What? What is that? I guess because they what? both oh, have they claws. Both have... That seems like kind yeah, of a stretch, <laughs> though. Uh, well, if I was held at gunpoint and I had to be on the epic rap battles of history as a character, I guess I'm not limited to history anymore. Um. Um, uh, I want to be, who the fuck would I want to be? Can I, can... I guess I'll go. I want to be a power ranger. I want to be the green ranger. Okay. So epic rap battles of history, the green ranger versus, versus who? Uh, big bad Beetleborg. Pol Pot. <laughs> what? Uh, apparently they don't give a that's fuck true. So why where's, the, give a... where's the common line there um both from asia all right i guess i guess yeah <laughs> can i i want to point out that two months ago they actually did release one that is historic and i feel like it's such a weird pull they did jeff bezos versus mansa musa <laughs> Who do, I only know who Mansa Musa is because of the Civilization games, which maybe shows how ignorant I am in terms of world history. Oh, but, no, you want to know what... Mansa you know what, Musa what is? is, like, the richest person Yeah, ever. exactly. Yeah. That's the only reason I know that is because of Civilization Six. I don't know. Fuck Jeff Bezos. You know what Mansa Musa did? Mansa Musa went to Mecca. Like, he, he did... Like, he, he traveled to Mecca, and on the way there, he literally handed out, like gold bars to everyone he met <laughs> like along Yo, the way sick. i don't see jeff bezos doing and that he could and he should and i want my jeff bezos gold bar in the mail by next week or else i'm gonna be pissed why did they do wonder woman oh is wonder woman versus stevie wonder i guess because they both have wonder in their <laughs> name <laughs> see my hmm. see the green ranger versus pol pot doesn't sound so stupid now does it Ash Ketchum versus Charles Darwin. These are stupid. I'm t what? I'm done looking at this fucking webpage. Yeah, no. Ash Ketchum versus Heinz Ketchum. <laughs> yeah, I pick a you. I pick I pick Seto Kaiba. I think I think we're I done. Pick, I, you, I, I pick, don't even need to hear your answer. I pick Mario. And Mario versus Luigi, and I would win. Okay. Okay. Uh, I guess Log has to answer now. Yeah, who are you gonna be? You be uh... <laughs> ketchup and mustard kids? Prank kids dropsy versus prank kids roxy. That is a joke for nobody. I think they should make one that's like Dracula versus Bram Stoker, and then Dracula just kills Bram Stoker. No, they rap. They rap no, to death, well, though. It's a battle. Yeah. yeah, well, it's a battle, so it counts. <laughs> I remember, like... I remember that there was, like, a thing about battle rap on the news. Because what? there was, like... There was, like, a... Uh, there was, like... 
I don't know what kind of what scene it was, but there was somebody in some kind of battle rap scene that was like notorious, and like everybody would like boo him when he kept, whenever he came on stage, and he'd always have like some weird gimmick or something. Hmm. Like uh, he would just get on stage and he would have like a fake. He would like have his hoodie pulled up over his actual head and he had a fake head. <laughs> oh shit! On with the hood with like the hood pulled over and then he'd like get on stage and he'd have the head fall off. That's fucking. And then everybody sick. would just and then everybody would just boo. <laughs> They'd boo him. They'd boo him for that. I'd fucking cheer. And then it would ultimately it capped off because and that's why it got on the news is like. One one time he just got up on there and I guess like he had had enough of the booze and he just like pulled down his pants and took a shit on stage. <laughs> <laughs> Bop liked that one. That's so good. That's so good. What a so I think move. I think like maybe they could have like a Frankenstein versus Dracula one and Frankenstein can can, can rip the tricks. other can rip Dracula's head off or whatever. I don't know. Nah, I, I, Frankenstein can come on stage with a hoodie pulled up over his yeah, head. Yeah, that's okay. Well, that's your rap battle minute. In a, a fake head on top. And then, and, then, and then Dracula takes a shit on stage. Dracula doesn't shit. What do vampires No, they shit? only, they drink, they like, they're like, they live forever. They can't, like, they don't produce waste. It would create entropy. If, va- if vampires exist, they don't shit. Everybody knows this. All right. All right, that's your podcast question <laughs> Do vampires shit? Month. Yeah, let us know. Do vampires shit? I say shit? they don't. It'd be scientifically impossible. So fill us in. I think if you go, you have to verify it by going on The Sims, because they have vampires in The Sims. Well, I mean... You have to check and see if they shit. I don't know if I trust the validity of The Sims. Listen, listen, for those of you that know more about vampires than we do, let us know. Uh, let us know. Podcast at radiotv.solutions. That's podcast at radiotv.solutions. Let us know. Do vampire Do or don't vampires shit and or piss i i only said shitting pissing is off the table i don't want to hear about that shitting (laughs) shitting only only shit only i don't want to hear about vampires pissing i don't give a fuck we don't we don't care if vampires piss or not but do they shit let us know autumn thank you uh hey rtvs gang you are called radio tv solutions but it's all online I was wondering if you have, if you all got to have an actual radio station, what would it be like? What kind of stuff would you play and schedule other than the podcast? Also, imagine it doesn't have to be profitable. So anything you want, music, field recordings, shows, uh, the entirety of executable Adobe programs when played as raw data in Audacity, whatever. Thank you, Autumn, for your email. Yeah, what would we have? What would we have? That is like... A long-term dream for us to have a radio station. A I don't think I don't think I don't think we particularly talked about. No, a radio I don't station. think we've ever talked about getting a radio station. A long-term idea that we have had is to have like a studio space that we could like do yeah. whatever from. But this, I, I do like this question because it's kind of tangential to that. Where it's like, if we had a space in this case, a radio station where we could just like put, as long as it was audio only, if we could just do whatever, what would we do? What would we do? We could do whatever we want. I know what I'd what I'd do. First things first, I would eat lunch and record it every day and just wow, play. Wow, that it. sounds like an audio nightmare. You're just gonna broadcast <laughs> the sounds of people eating. The rest of us would have to stop you because 
I want people to listen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We, it doesn't have to make money, but if people turn it off, then they're not listening at all. I think it'd be fun to just, like, play music we like. Well, it wouldn't just be me eating. I'd be, like, talking about the food and reviewing the, it. The, the not funny answer is I think it would be fun to do a radio station where we, we play music we like. But I also think it'd be funny to just have, like, an hour and a half a day where we just set up the Uber Duck bot and Moopy just types anything into it for 90 minutes yeah. straight. And we just play yeah, that. Yeah, that'd be... <laughs> We, we, I, I bet if we tasked Moopy with creating a 90-minute radio play using the Uberduck bot voices, he would do it for us. I legitimately believe that he would do it. We should ask him. Let's ask him after we're done recording this. Hey, Moopy, can you make a fucking radio play for us? I mean, we already had to, like... uh ban him from using the the comic feature of the bot more than once a day. <laughs> <It's> true. <laughs> he gets a one comic a day. Moopy gets a one comic a day. I I do like this question though because like I think like maybe I'm tooting our own maybe I'm tooting, you know, our own horn too much. Maybe, you know, I'm too confident. But or maybe I'm too cocky about this. But I think our group's got the goods. I think our group will one day be successful enough to have like some kind of studio space where we can all just go and like do whatever we want and just brought like stream it, you know, on whoever's stream. Like, and this is, a, I like this question because it's a, it's a good way to like start thinking about that. Like, yeah, we could just have like a moopy radio play. Like, <laughs> like I want to do, like, I, I want to do what mega 64 does so bad. We just, have a space where you can just turn it on and like turn on the cameras and just like go and just like do whatever stupid shit you want. Uh, That's honestly just what every I mean. hour on the hour we announce the death of Prince Philip as an interruption to the current <laughs> to whatever's playing. That's that's my last joke. No more jokes this episode. Go home, everybody. But yeah, um, I also think it would be fun to. uh as a just a throwback, um, the good old days of the TF2 server, I think we should play uh, episodes of Space Ghost over, <laughs> over the, the radio. radio. Oh, yeah. Just just the yeah, audio. Just the audio. All you need is the audio. Nice audio is good enough. We'll we'll have the and people would tune in and yeah uh, the mic spam hour where we have like ten people and we're all just mic spamming different things at the same time and it's completely inaudible. Well, there you go. Understand it and no. So, time if anybody at all. knows how we can, like, I mean, we don't even have to be like on XM. Like, I'd take FM or even AM, really. So, like, if anybody knows Isn't how it, we can yeah. get like what, an AM, what the fuck? What the fuck even has like AM? That's a, uh, yeah. I think like, people's cars what's playing on AM radio. A, yeah, cars. Yeah, but what what's what's playing it? Uh, you know, you know, it's funny. On my dad's car, he like leaves it on a am uh like news station and he never turns it off <laughs> he just he values the yeah, news that i much. think it's mostly <laughs> news on am news and probably like yeah, sports games i'm guessing it's it's a lot of like it's it's news it's sports and it's a lot of like weird local yeah stations. i bet around here in texas is probably a lot of like spanish music stations and stuff like that but i don't know i don't listen to am radio 
All that's on AM radio is just the uh, the static and uh, emissions of a radio of just a, a radon clock produced <laughs> in nineteen ten. I'm pretty sure just the just the the waves given off by that death ball is all you. I hearing. think for AM frequencies, like all you need is a transmitter strong enough to like overpower the other signals. So we could just like get a really strong transmitter and forcibly create our own pirate radio station. Because who's checking AM frequencies? Like, I don't think we'd even get in trouble for it. I think we'd be totally fine. Uh, to dad would get you. And, uh, you know. Yeah, he'd hear. He'd love, he'd love it. He'd love Moopy's play. Yo, uh, since we're talking about radio, shout out Big City 101.3 for my Boston natives. <laughs> Uh, this email is from Anna, and they have a grievance. Bum, bum, Here bum, I was bum, thinking that we bum, might bum, make bum, it bum, an entire episode. No, no, you wish, you wish, <laughs> motherfucker. Were you gonna say log? I was just thinking it's like, you know, I have inside information on the radio industry, mm-hmm. you know. Uh-huh. Um, so I've heard from my source that just kind of like some insight into like what happens whenever in the, like a, like a, what do you call it? Like a publisher, mm-hmm. like comes to a radio station wanting to like preview a song that hasn't been released yet or something. Because they have to like they they like go to the radio stations like all right well uh, here listen to this song and uh, maybe like put it on your rotation for your mm-hmm. station mm-hmm. you know and the funny thing is about that is like you know they do it over like a Zoom meeting or whatever right so they so they're all in a Zoom meeting and they have to like play the song to the people from the radio station but they have to like hype it up i guess right yeah you're trying to sell it um they're trying to sell it and they're trying to hype it up so they'll like they'll play the song and then they'll like do fake dances what they'll like they'll like pretend to dance to the track the the people in the zoom call yeah the people from the production or the publishing company they'll dance to the song while it's playing they'll like do They'll like do a little jig to act like they're really into it. It's like, oh, this is a this is a song that everybody's going to be into it. You should put it on your That's... station. And what? so like you can you can just see it on the webcam that they're like they're like getting into it, but you know they're not. That's they... so crazy to think about because I'm like imagining like some dudes in like suits and stuff or something. Yeah, I think that's what it is. It's dudes in dancing. Suits and they're playing. And they're they're playing the the latest country track, and they're just you know they're bobbing oh their gosh. head, and they're like moving back and forth. You know that's not that so crazy, that was... but hearing it, hearing it like that, it's real that that actually happens is so funny. Do we really have to get the intro again? You already did the intro. Bob's grievances. Gets better every uh, week. This one's from Anna. This one's from Anna. Hi, I hope you guys are doing well, because I'm not. I'm here with 
A grievance. I have Spotify, the free version that gives you ads. Uh Uh-oh. And I don't normally mind ads, but there's one that's driving me crazy. It's an... Okay, crazy. All right. It's driving you crazy. I understand. Uh, It's an ad for the clown burger. Hmm. Where the narrator is describing some free items you get when you use it to buy a meal. (laughs) He says this. Get free medium fries and soft Wait, 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 hold on. Before you go any further, are we sure this isn't a way for to weasel into our podcast for free advertising? No, because we're criticizing them. Okay, but I want you to, don't read it word for word, change all of the names of the food so that it's not McDonald's. I don't want them to have any more free advertising on our podcast. You have to change the name of the food. Okay, I'll do that. I'll do that in post. I'll do that in post. Thank you. I'll do that in post. Uh... (laughs) <laughs> I'll do that. Yeah. All right. Future bulb. Do that in post. Um. Change clown burger to uh something else. Change it to stuff from clown burger. Clown anyway, burger. Uh. The 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 person reading the ad says get free medium fries and soft drink. What he should say is get free medium fries. And a soft drink. It's so minimal, but it's driving me absolutely crazy, and I hate it. I hope you guys can understand how much this infuriates me. I do. Anna, I do understand. I totally understand. I get you. I see you loud and clear. That would drive me crazy, too. What a wonderful, what a wonderful grievance. That would irritate me as well. Do you think it's because they like charge ads per second? To so it's like Probably. anything, any sort of fat that you can cut out of your ad, you like might as well do it because you're gonna save like a hundred dollars. You know, I think you're super. I think you're super limited on time, and I think like they might. It's either time or like the amount of words i don't know if the amount of words would matter because it would... so like anywhere where you can trim off any excess words like an uh you know get that a out of here you. yeah I, I think it might work with that i, I feel know. like medium fries and soft drink is like because isn't that still grammatically correct because you're saying a free like a free fries and medium soft drink like it's like it's one item right because it's like free, yeah, it could true. be free fries and a free soft drink, but it's like fries and soft drink are, are like considered a single article. I'm no grammar, I'm no Maybe. grammar fool. I don't know this stuff. I did not pay attention in English class. I was thinking about how I haven't heard a Spotify ad in <laughs> yeah. such a long time. <laughs> I'm, I'm cucked. The last time I heard it, the last time I heard an ad on Spotify, Spotify was white. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Thank you, Spotify, you know about for that showing one. everybody our cool podcast. We'd love to get free money from you if you just want to give us some. I don't know how that whole exchange works. I know, I know, Joey Joey Rogaine got like a couple mil, so I think we could at least get a hundred thousand each, and it's probably like that yeah. seems worth do you it. Get, you, do podcasts get paid? I don't know. Play? I don't, I don't think know. we're making a single dime. I so. feel like you should know, Valp. Like, aren't you the one that uploaded it? We didn't. 
We don't, this podcast has generated negative. We money. haven't seen a thin red dime since we started this well, podcast. I'm not asking. I'm not asking about like revenue. I'm asking about like, did you get some pennies from a stream from Spotify? Like, you, have what? we gotten anything from? No. We haven't gotten anything from Spotify. No. Damn. What's the fucking point? Uh, to, to talk to our fun friends who love to listen. We should move everything over to that new Kanye West thing, the squeezer yeah, or whatever. Yeah, the new stim toy. <laughs> you know what's crazy? This is this is not exactly on topic. It's on the topic of our podcast, but I just I was I was doing something kind of strange is that I was reading a transcription of one of our first podcasts like a couple weeks ago cuz somebody had posted it in the Discord and I just like clicked mm-hmm. on it I was like Mm-hmm. reading a transcription i can't believe we've been doing this since 2018 does it feel like we've been podcasting that long i feel like we started this yeah, podcast i'm the one managing that's it, true so. but i feel like like that's we're coming up on like four years this year that doesn't feel right does that does that is that not weird to anybody else it does not feel like we've been recording this podcast for four years I think it's because we're a monthly podcast. Maybe. If we were a weekly yeah. podcast, they'd be like, damn, four years, you know, if it's like something we do every week. But like, <laughs> we only have like, what, what episode is this? This is episode, I think this like, is episode 30 something, right? Well, let me just, we didn't, let me we didn't used know. to do it as often as we do now. Like it used to just be, we record one like yeah, whenever. Yeah, it used to, this is episode 30, yeah. All right, number 30. Yippee. Nice. Number 30. Yeah, like it, it, like it doesn't feel like that because the podcast has always been a tertiary thing, and that's also why I don't care that we don't make money. Like, maybe one day the podcast will be so popular that we'll have that we will have to do it more often. And the way I generate revenue from that is I'll do what every person does: is I'll like start a Patreon. Or if you want to sponsor know. this podcast, email us at podcast at radiotv dot solutions. And make sure in your sponsor email you also include whether or not you think vampires shit, or else we're not going to look at it. So make sure yeah. you if you include if that. you include any opinions about whether vampires piss, we will reply to you with a link to a virus. Yeah, don't we don't want to know <laughs> we don't want to hear about that. But if you want to sponsor us, hey, we'll we'll take money and talk about your stuff probably, as long as it's not bad. Yeah, we. Yeah, uh, we've gotten sponsorships. You know, I'll be transparent. We've gotten sponsorship offers before, they were all but really I just didn't bad. feel like <laughs> we... either, either, either the offer was bad, or I was like, I don't need this right now. Like, like I said, like if the podcast gets popular to the point where it's like, damn, like I could be making money off this, I'll probably start a Patreon and I'll like, I, I'll be, I'll be, I'm always open to offers. But so far, none of them have been, like, right. And I think more likely, I mean, like, everybody does it. It's like, you know, you start a Patreon for the podcast. You know what I mean? I think that's what everyone does. Hey, let's get back to emails. Wait, hold on. How about We were on the topic of grievances, right? Oh, you have a grievance? I don't know if this counts as a grievance, but we talked about Yu-Gi-Oh! so long that I don't have another chance to bring this up before the podcast is over. Uh, My husband told me that as a kid he used to eat ego waffles frozen is that weird did anybody else do that yes yes that sounds pretty yeah difficult. that's what i was saying is like yeah i just i used to just eat them out of the box without without toasting them and to to me i said you're insane nobody has ever done that 
And he said that it's not that weird. So I told him that I'd bring it up on the podcast and get some opinions. If anybody else okay. listening to this has ever just eaten an Eggo waffle raw, just e email about Dracula shit and whether or not you ate an Eggo <laughs> waffle raw. You have to include both. I, I would say that's a grievance. Your grievance, your grievance is that your husband is weird and ate egg raw. I'm egg grieving about my <laughs> husband's ego problems. So anyway, now we can move on. I just I knew that I would not have another chance right. to bring that up, and I promised him I'd it's I a, promised yeah. him I'd get a poll going about whether or not that's a weird. You'd put him on. You'd put him on blast to all our listeners. All like. I don't know, like, what, 80,000, 10,000? Hey, I'd love to be proven wrong. I'd love to be proven wrong and, like, a bunch of people tell us, like, oh, no, yeah, that's totally Hold normal. On. But I think it's weird. <laughs> to be fair, he it's not like he does this anymore. He just said he did it as a kid and he didn't think it was that weird. Let me check and see how popular um, our podcast is. You know what? This would be this would be a good segment. We're 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 we're, we're checking. a good segment where <laughs> we check our, our analytics own. during the podcast. Oh, uh, look at that! Uh, One million listens. Uh, odds are by the time we record the next episode, we'll probably have like six thousand seven six anywhere from six thousand to eight thousand uh listeners. So, so at least yeah. one of you motherfuckers oh, probably yeah. ate an Eggo waffle raw. Yeah, probably. Maybe by mistake, probably, but thinking. hey, if you've done it, let us know. Yeah. All right, last email of the show. This one is from Jeffrey Mitchell. Ooh, this one looks fancy. It says, Sub uh, subscription confirmation HKS572-AF. Special buyer, your subscription with Norton LifeLock will renew today. And three hundred and thirty-four dollars and seventy-five cents is about is up is about debit from you special. <laughs> this is really the last email. Shush, shush! I'm not done reading. <laughs> Your subscription with Norton LifeLock will renew today, and three hundred and thirty-four dollars and seventy-five cents is about debit from your. AC written like air conditioning, like with the slash in the what? middle. <laughs> and your AC today, the debited amount will be reflected within 24 to 48 hours on your air conditioning statement. What? If you feel this unauthorized transaction, or <laughs> if you feel this unauthorized transaction, or you want cancel the subscription, please contact as soon as possible our billing department. Um, and then there's like a bunch of things where uh, it's like some details about our account, uh, order blank description invoice ID blank uh, HKS five seven two dash dash AF. Order date, uh, January 26, 2022. Or, uh, plan amount, the same amount, including the above. Including tax, just in parentheses. They don't tell us how much the tax is. Just that it will include tax. Um, and then paid info, remote banking, parentheses, A slash C. If you did not authorize this... Authorize spelled with like the word rise <laughs> in it i don't know if that's the correct spelling like r-i-s-e 
Uh, this charge, you have 24 hours to cancel an instant refund for your annual subscription. Please contact our toll-free number. Uh, and I'm not going to read that. <laughs> um, or visit us at freesteerngames.tk. Yeah. Wow, what a... Uh, oh, okay. Well, let me... Uh, let me click this link here so we can uh, I guess pay. this is a good oh. time to mention that I did download PacSteam on the podcast computer, so I don't know if that was a bad what? idea. Uh, uh-oh. I clicked the link, and... Uh-oh. There's... Oh, no. Oh, oh, oh my god! This was a... Oh, my god! It was a what? virus! Oh! Oh, no! They're gonna steal oh, no. our podcast! Oh, they're gonna steal our podcast! No! They, oh, they got access to to all the emails now. Your emails that you've sent us are aren't safe. Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! I see the money draining from my from my <laughs> bank account. It, they they're telling me all my uh all, all my uh cryptocurrency is gone. My uh, fart coin, my Dracula coin, uh Dracula coin, piss uh, and shit coin. Uh, oh no! Not my Bernie Madoff coins. Fuck. Oh, those are the those are the the the, the best ones I had. Those are rare. Oh, oh no! This is this is a disaster of epic proportions. I gotta, I gotta fucking okay. I guess we gotta end the show because I gotta like deep clean my computer. Well, you have now. Norton LifeLock, right? I oh um, I I don't know. I don't know. We. I don't know. I don't know anything anymore. All I know is I gotta buy these iTunes gift cards. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. I don't know how long this transmission is gonna go on for because they are actively. Oh uh, yeah, they're they've remote. They're remoting into my computer as we speak, and they're just they're 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 they've they've got a key logger. They're logging into my bank account, transferring all my funds away. Uh, that was a good run. Well, this was a. Yeah, good run while it lasted. Uh, my name is Balp. Uh, I'm Trog. I guess we're doing our introductions at the end of the podcast now. Well, I already introduced yeah. everybody. Oh, okay. All right, smart I don't ass. Know what? Uh, what do you want? Anything uh, you guys want to promote? Um, no. Yeah, not really. Uh, Google Gather Ye Power. You'll find something. Yeah, go check out Gather Ye Power. That's Log's brilliant webcomic. Go check out... What was the URL for our team I believe page it on Twitch? Twitch.tv slash team slash WRTV. There you go. So go check out our streams. Check um, out the monkey drinking Chug. a Capri Sun. Yeah, Chaga Log stream occasionally. I stream pretty regularly along with my friends Polly and Gurr and Scorpy and Wayne. And um, nobody some else. Of them you might have heard on this podcast. Uh and uh this will be this will be out and like done by the time this episode will come out, I think. But on the twenty seventh um sunday 20 sunday of the 27th i did my rtvs wishathon where i auctioned off a wish isn't that crazy 
uh, at the time of recording, that hasn't happened yet. But but by the time you hear this, it would have already happened. it was awesome happened. and nothing messed up at all. It was perfect. Yes. Yes. And it yes. was a it really was, good wish. Yeah, it was a really good wish. Uh, really benefited the world. You, hey, listener at home, you you live in a world where this wish has already happened. So I assume you're reaping in the benefits of this wish. You're either reaping in the humanity. benefits or you're not listening to this because it's all <laughs> over. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so so that happened. Um, like I said, uh, yeah, it 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 hasn't happened yet. But by the time you listen to us, it, it would have already happened. So on the off chance that you haven't heard about it already. Uh, go check it out. Watch the VOD on Twitch, or perhaps the VOD will be on YouTube. I'll let people know. Uh, other than that, follow us on social media. Uh, go check us out on Twitter. I think we're all on Twitter. Twitch, I got a YouTube. Go look up Balp. Balp on YouTube. I put out funny videos. I'm funny! I'm fu- I'm funny! I'm fu- I'm funny! Okay, uh, the, the, the Indian man on my computer is telling me to shut up, so I will... Um, I will, uh, uh, we will sign off now. Bye-bye. Bye.